You're listening to the Self-Love Series brought to you by Sports and Social Mind. In each episode, we will be joined by some of Ireland's inspiring female minds. This episode is sponsored by Smooch Ice Cream. And this week, our host Maxine Bramley is joined by holistic psychologist and yoga instructor, Dr. Deirdre Watch. how's it going how are you good good i finally made it sorry there about the delay um, no problem I, I was having some issues on my side as well so <laughs> technology we just have to exactly we made it that's it that's it and um, i'm so happy to have you on uh, the self-love series this evening as i was saying there you know it'll, i'll be really interested in hearing you know what you have to say about the topic from your own personal experience but then also from this whole side of being you know a professional in that area as well so really really excited um great evening Cara. so i suppose we might just yeah great well i suppose we'll get right into it so and maybe you can just give us a bit of background as to how you got into what you're doing now and what you drove you to it yeah absolutely yeah so um psychology so i um you know when i was 18 i went to study psychology in my undergrad at ucd and i really loved it and i knew i always wanted to work with uh, clients um so i ended up you know going the long road um and yeah just working really hard and uh, building my way up to do the doctorate in counseling psychology um, and then i ended up yeah, really just uh, carving my own path into self-employment, setting up my own business so I could see my own clients. Um, yeah, and it's just been a huge journey. But on that, I suppose, uh, I was so young starting it. Like, I was only 23. I was yeah, the youngest in the whole course, um, you know, training to be a psychologist. And it was a huge, immense responsibility, you know, uh, seeing clients. And I was just a normal uh, girl in her 20s, you know, with all the things we go through. and all the life uh, things we encounter so i knew you know if i was going to make it in this uh, job as well i was going to need a really strong self-care practice yeah so i think it really started for me around that you know um the self-love just learning about you know what it is i need to keep myself right and then you know um you know it's been a 10-year journey really and then in the last six seven years i've been teaching my clients and helping them with it as well so yeah, it's um it's beautiful that way. It's it's just something I love, you know, helping people to um learn to love themselves more. So it really um yeah, couldn't have been more perfect that I'm here in the self love series. I'm delighted to be here uh, talking about such an important topic. Absolutely. And I suppose before we drive on, I'd love to know what your own definition of self love is. Yeah. Wow, well, that's a big question. I really don't know how I'd uh, define it even in a, in a sentence or two, but it's for me, when I look at self-love, I really uh, focused on the different areas. I work uh, in a mind, body, you know, soul approach. So I would always look at that, you know, and um, when we look at self-love, we can look at the physical elements of yeah. self-love. Are we loving our body? Are we feeding it the right foods? Are we moving it? Are we sleeping enough? That's the physical side. And then I would also look at the um, mental side of course and being a psychologist as well I work a lot with my clients on um, you know mentally how are we feeling you know how do we talk to ourselves in our head what's it like in our head 
um, all of those kinds of things. And then I would also start the physical, the mental, then emotionally as well. Yeah. So emotionally, you know, what are we um, carting around with us? Are we, you know, is there heavy um, emotions weighing heavy on our heart? Um, are we, you know, stuck in a, in a cycle of negativity or a toxic situation? You know, all of these things can uh, emotionally impact us as well. And then the last one, so physical, mental, emotional, and then spiritual. I'd be quite spiritual myself, and I know not everyone is, but for me, it really relates as well to just creating space for ourselves. Some people like to do yoga, meditation, you know, time in nature, spend time in nature, whatever it is. But it's just for me, it's all of those different elements. And um, when I, you know, I break it down and really see which part might need a bit more you know do we need to maybe focus on the physical side of things and um start eating better you know more nutritious and more nourishing food or you know maybe it's the um, mental side of it maybe we have a lot of critical self-talk or maybe we're very negative towards ourselves um and you know it could be all these things it could be um just focusing on what it is that we can do to really help ourselves to to love ourselves a bit more and to to self-care really yeah um yeah and i suppose for yourself um your social media for example you do have a big focus on yoga and meditation as you said you're very spiritual yourself and for a lot of people that is synonymous with self-care and self-love so for you was that a big part of your i suppose self-love or self-care journey as well yeah it absolutely was was and I think that's what really got me into doing my yoga teacher training as well I was practicing yoga for a number of years actually in Dublin and I really knew that you know it was so healing for me to go to yoga classes every week and yeah, yeah just have that space for myself to decompress and to keep calm and you know all of those things so I found it so healing that I felt you know, I really want to learn more about this and see how I can use it then as part of my work. So I yeah. now teach yoga and meditation classes as well because I was just so inspired by how much this has helped me in my own life. And um, it's a huge part of self-care as well, carving out time for ourselves mm-hmm. um, in the, the fast-paced world we live in. And even in the last year of the pandemic, I mean, a lot of people's lives have been changed and, and there's been a lot more free time Uh, some people have had due to working from home but either way I mean whether we're stressed out and always on the go or whether we have time still creating a dedicated self-care space is so healing you know over time whether that's you know to spend a bit of time doing yoga or pilates or an exercise class or maybe it's a bit of journaling or it could be um even just going for a coffee with a friend i don't know whatever it is but i really believe in the power of uh, creating space for ourselves in our own lives uh, and really just allowing ourselves to check in with ourselves as well because uh, sometimes we get really caught up in the doing mode and we don't always end up resting enough and allowing ourselves to receive you know different kinds of in different kinds of ways so we could be receiving you know in terms of like giving and receiving I don't know if you know about the masculine and the feminine energy but we all have um, both energies within us I would believe and so a lot of us are really uh, in the in the masculine the giving energy sometimes we you know we spend a lot of our lives in that and so in order to balance ourselves we need to spend time in the feminine which would look like you know resting doing things like yoga maybe meditation and 
yeah even just allowing ourselves to go for a nice treatment whether it's like a massage or um or even going to talking therapy or um an, an evening out with friends or whatever so there's so many different ways you know um, that can look but i really believe in terms of you know looking after ourselves we need to be checking in on an ongoing yeah. basis yeah absolutely and i think in the last year especially a lot of people probably feel guilty if they're not doing something if they're not being productive and um, because we spend so much time at home it's either do something at home or if you're not doing that something at home why aren't you doing something you should be doing something so yeah. i definitely agree with that there um and for you yourself what would that be what would that thing be um i'm assuming it's yoga and meditation are there other, any other things that you um like to go to that are in your um say yeah. your toolbox yeah i know it's interesting actually it's it's funny because i was doing so much to so many i was doing a lot of the zoom classes and in my personal life i just felt you know i wanted a total change so i wasn't actually doing a lot of yoga at all myself you know personally whereas in other years i would have rolled out the mat as my real self-care but what i needed more i suppose was yeah just time with um yeah with friends and just time with loved ones you yeah. know and just even whether that's uh, talking on the phone or meeting up for walks or whatever it was and um, sending voice notes even during lockdowns yeah. you know those kinds of things but I really felt you know connection uh, with others was so needed in that time that um, yeah it was like the yin and the yang you know for me the yoga uh, before you know the pandemic my life was so busy with always going to different places like driving to work mm -hmm. and all these things that the yoga was such a nice yin thing for me to do like a slowing down but because with the pandemic life kind of came to a halt and there was so much time to slow down it was almost like i needed the opposite i needed to do something so i ended up doing a lot of uh, sea swimming as well and yeah. um, boxing i love boxing as well i really love it as a way to let the energy out you know to release it's a powerful uh, form of um yeah release of exercise Definitely. as well and yeah so it's uh, all these different things um walk and i really love spending time in nature as well so i get out as often as i can mm. um for that as well music is really good i love dancing as well really missed um hitting the nightclubs now in the last year and a half so <laughs> eagerly waiting for them to open back up as well um i know i can see a lot of my friends over now in america and uh in england as well in the nightclubs it's uh yeah not fair they need to do something here in ireland they need to i know hopefully soon yeah. hopefully soon and i mean for you it does seem to be that physical activity so if we can't yeah. dance we'll do a bit of boxing and we'll do a bit of walking as well yeah. I know it's like something else absolutely yeah and I think I didn't even I don't even think I knew that about myself I only realized that in the last few years that I do need some kind of yeah like movement it's really it's yeah. always been there important in my life but the reality of like the realization of just how much I need that mm -hmm. uh, energy you know it's energy in motion as well like you know emotion the word emotion yeah. energy in motion so like when we move as well like in yoga or even in boxing you can feel such a release like a change of energy especially yeah. if you've been holding on to something and it's very common as well for people even in yoga poses to um cry and you know there, there's all different emotional releases that can happen um so it is yeah it's powerful i think uh to what we say is like decompress as well the nervous system because we hold so much uh there you know in terms of anxiety we hold it in the nervous system and as well with all that's happened in the last uh, year and a half there's been so much news and like you know yeah. the constant updating of headlines and the fear and all that 
um, in the media. And I think all of that can play a part in terms of our stress levels as well. And we can hold it physically in the body. A lot of people have been feeling it physically in the tension, yeah. you know, tension headaches in the shoulders and in different parts of the body. So anxiety and, and all these things that manifest, I believe, in physical body. So we show the signs. So that's why things like exercise and yoga, I think, are so healing that way. Yeah, absolutely agree. Yeah. I've been having them ten shoulders for a while now, and oh, I really? like a lot of my friends have that as well. Um, yeah. but another thing that I was kind of interested in hearing as well is because, as as I said, and you mentioned, um, you are a psychologist by profession. Um, you know, people, especially in the past year, have been coming to you with their trauma and experiences mm -hmm. a lot of the time, and mm -hmm. it. I always wonder how, how can you, as professional, separate that you know, and not take that on for yourself. Yeah, definitely. It's been, it's probably been the hardest time, you know, the last year and a half has been really, really challenging for, for so many people in the fields that I work mm -hmm. in as well. Um, because not only do we have our own stuff, but then, you know, our own fears and anxieties and whatever, but also holding that space for other people every day, yeah. it can really take its toll. So for me, I, I know as well, anyway, myself, like I need to plan in advance, you know, holidays. And I'm just back actually from, I took actually six weeks off there. So I took a long time because I knew, you know, after everything with the pandemic, I really needed time just, you know, to step away from it. Um, so I would say to people, plan your holidays in advance, you know, or even every six weeks, if it could be even just a, you know, a break away or an, yeah. a night away somewhere or something. something but I think we need to. things. Yeah, we need things to look forward to. Otherwise, it's really, really hard to keep the momentum going. I think a lot of people have really struggled with motivation as well, you know, um, and really just trying to keep going. And yeah. um, when a lot of the things that we really used to look forward to are gone, I suppose, in terms of, you know, maybe going out to um, at the weekends or concerts or whatever, I, I think sometimes uh, we really need to, yeah, just put it in perspective as well that, that it's been a really tough year for a lot of people. I know a lot of people are really struggling as well still at the moment, you know, because there's such a, an impact as well. Life has, has changed for a lot of people and it's um it's almost like, I was saying it to someone the other day, it's almost like uh, going back to school, you know, that feeling yeah. in September, going back to school, starting again kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It feels like that for a lot of people now that, you know, they're, they're thinking, thinking okay well a lot of the things I used to do I don't do anymore so now maybe I'll start new things or new classes or people are thinking they might finally go back to classes after the year and a half you know and it's all like there's a lot of social anxiety as well yeah. for people because we haven't been out uh, in groups obviously or uh, around many many people for so long so it's natural to feel some anxiety I think in that sense but um I'm just trying to think what was the question there I went so, so off topic I think <laughs> sorry I was just uh, asking about um I can't even remember myself I think I was asking about just separating your work oh. from or your your own personal life from your work yeah. especially with how things are going at the moment and you did touch on that there quite a bit um it makes a lot of sense and um I suppose what you were saying Thing there I find really interesting as well about people changing and people going back to that kind of back to school anxiety um yeah. I know from my own circle of friends and my own social circle a lot of people have changed a lot of people have grown into different people they've realized a lot of things they used to do that they don't want to do anymore um and I wonder from your own experience and from your client's experience how can you kind of cope with that 
Yeah, it is definitely like it's, it feels like a total period of readjustment. It feels like such a different time for people. It's yeah. like starting again. And I mean, it, it's sometimes realizing that it, you know, things have to fall away before they can, um, you know, um, come together. I don't know if you've heard that phrase, but I do yeah. believe that sometimes, um, you know, we really have to sit with ourselves and be really honest with ourselves as well mm -hmm. and ask ourselves, well, you know, who, who do I want to be friends with or what, what does a good friend look like to me? Or, you know, is it someone that will be there in the, the hard times as well as the good times, you know, and I think it's really good to get clear with ourselves as well about what it is we want moving forward. And sometimes there is a grieving or a mourning the loss of, yeah. of our old, um, of our past, even our, our, our old lives as well. But I think, uh, you know, for anyone that is feeling that, there is a lot to be said for having someone as well, like a therapist or a coach or someone there, you know, while you're in that transitioning phase, you know, as well. And um, mm. because it, it is really good to have someone to talk to who's non-judgmental as well. And, you know, someone you don't know as well in your life. Sometimes it is really good to have that. But also I would say, yeah, building up your network. It's like for me, I have so many um, amazing people around me in my life and I don't know where it'd be only for them, you know, yeah. in the last year and a half. I wouldn't have been able to keep going with the work I do. Um, so that's really, really important. Like we really need to have a strong network. So, um, yeah, if, if that's something people don't have, I would always recommend as well, joining different groups um, now that hopefully things will start back up again. But it would be really good to be involved in like more uh, group activities or um, yeah, I, do, I don't know, really, it's hard to know at the moment what's opening up. I'm still trying to figure out, you know, <laughs> I haven't been back to a gym myself or anything like that. So I don't know what the situation is with classes, but I hear there's outdoor classes going on yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, so, I've been seeing a few yeah. and they look a lot yeah. of fun, so definitely yeah. would recommend. Yeah. And, and another thing that you kind of spoke about is being self-employed. And, mm -hmm. you know, I mentioned at the start as well that you are the co-creator of corporate hippies mm -hmm. and i think that comes with its own bag of just you know overcoming certain challenges internal challenges you know self-confidence you, know, you know dealing with self-doubt even imposter syndrome and did you yourself have a lot of that and what advice would you maybe have for people who might you know be going out by themselves to do something whether it's becoming self-employed or anything really any sort of project yeah absolutely I had so much self-doubt like you know really I really really did and even when it came to um you know putting it out there on Instagram even I was like oh what are people going to be thinking and you know it's all the the different things that we have and I I really um always just go back to you know what it is that you know I want for myself and what do I believe in and and I'm all about living an authentic life as well you know and being true to yourself and I suppose with that then it, it becomes a little easier uh, to, to go forward with things that you believe in because you know that you know it's coming from the heart and it's something that you're creating that you believe in as well mm. and and um, you know the ones that that you know that what do they say that love you the ones that um, mind won't matter the ones that matter won't mind and the ones that mind, mind won't matter, matter. yeah that that, one. That's cool, I really yeah. love that one because that really reminds me of you know just you know don't worry about the the people who you think might judge you or criticize you mm. or not support you because really they're not the important ones you know it's it's um focusing our energy on 
on ourselves and then the ones um, being around positive supportive people who will you know be there for us so I think yeah it's like when it comes to overcoming uh, self-doubt and imposter syndrome and all that it always comes back to believing that we're good enough yeah. and that we're worthy and that we deserve you know to um yeah to put out our work and to you know um be successful and whatever it is that we want um it all comes back to that do we believe in ourselves and then you know can we back ourselves because mm -hmm. a lot of people i think they they might fall you know at a hurdle when they realize that um you know that when you start something new i always say to people anyone who does who puts out something new who starts something new there's always going to be some someone who doesn't agree with you or someone who yeah. criticizes you or you know asks you oh are you sure now that's a good idea you know and they might put the fear and the worry into you and all these kinds of things but really i think it's so important to listen to your own voice not get carried away with the tide you know of people's opinions and um, so you have to get really solid in yourself first i think and know what you want and yeah and and really have supportive people around you so if you, if people are listening to this and they find that they don't as well that's why i said earlier there's amazing life coaches out there and therapists and psychologists as well that can really help with this kind of thing because um i know we do need that support yeah. as well sometimes you know people to say you know go for it and and to give us that and um, nudge in the right direction you know yeah, yeah. And is that a kind of continuing journey for you? I mean, you said you started very, very young in your career. Yeah. Um, and is your outlook on that different to how it was when you started out? Um, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. You know, I was just thinking of it actually earlier on. I remember when I was in my first year in my um, psychology training in Trinity and they actually pulled me aside and they said like you know at, in my review like my at the end of first year you have to go into the office and they do a review mm -hmm. with you and i never forget they said to me um you know you're not going to pass the year unless you go and learn how to be assertive so assertiveness basically means how to stand up for yourself yeah. and how to you know speak up because I, I was so shy growing up I was really you know I hated taking up space in a group I was the last one to speak you know so they obviously saw that this was going to be an issue because mm -hmm. they're like well if you want to be a psychologist you're going to have to be able to speak up you know so that summer before I went into second year I had to go off and and really learn you know they told me to go yeah. take a, another course on um, assertiveness training so it's interesting, like this is one of the things I've had to work on the most, you know, mm -hmm. um, and now it's like come full circle because this is something I'm, I'm uh, you know, um, talking about every day nearly with my clients now, how to build up their own inner voice, you know, and how to use their words and communicate and express yeah you know how they feel and uh, speak their truth because this is really so important because otherwise we can, you know, um, easily get drowned out by the the noise they call it you know the external voices mm -hmm. of everyone else yeah um so yeah I was just thinking there about that because my when I did learn then you know as well the skill it's like a skill really how to speak up for yourself and how to actually really you know trust in what you have to say yeah. and know that your opinions matter like I think that that was a real learning for me because it wasn't uh, it didn't come naturally you know so for me even doing speaking like things like this on Instagram like years ago I like I wouldn't have you know I don't think I would have like you know it's yeah. been a real like journey that way and um, I know like you know a lot of people would find as well it takes a little bit of pushing out of our comfort zone to you know to, to put ourselves out there but um I, yeah it's 
worth it. Yeah. I think a lot of uh, young people, especially young women, do struggle with assertiveness mm -hmm. and, you know, finding their own voice and mm -hmm. standing up for their own opinions or what they believe or their beliefs, I should say. Um, I know myself, I definitely struggle with that. Sometimes I still do struggle with that. Yeah. I don't know if it is a gendered problem as well. Um, but, you know, in terms of it's, it's more difficult for women to be assertive than it is for men, I don't know. But it's definitely a case for younger people. And I suppose you having gone through that and you even having, as you said, taking courses or taking classes in mm -hmm. that, what advice would you have for people who might struggle to you know voice their their own opinions yeah, their inner voice ab absolutely and i think sometimes it's it's uh, even it's even taking a step back and you're like well why am i like this and you know what it is it's about being compassionate towards yourself yeah. you know it's not that there's something wrong with you it's that a lot of us find it hard to um you know express ourselves because it's not necessarily always a skill we're taught as young girls you know we're actually often taught to be obedient and to be people pleasers you know yeah. so if you think about it we're breaking the mold then if we start you know speaking up and you know definitely in my case it was a whole new way of being you know mm -hmm. like it was a big change because i wasn't actually taught those skills how to speak up you know so i think for anyone who wants to learn it as well it's knowing that you you know it is actually a skill that you have to learn sometimes it's yeah. not like we wave a magic wand and all of a sudden you know we become excellent um you know um assertive speakers you know so sometimes it is knowing that you know it's a process um but but it can be done as well and uh it's it's always you know going back to i suppose believing in yourself and that you what you have to say matters yeah. you know uh, and it's it's valuable as well people need to hear what what you have to say i think that's a big part of it um there's a lot of studies being done i mean um i was only looking at something the other day from the us uh, i don't know what the guy's name was but he was um speaking anyway about how uh women um in the workforce as well they can be really agreeable mm -hmm. you know uh when in comparison to men you know uh, and i work with a lot of people a lot of uh, girls and women um in the workforce you know building their careers as well and and a lot of them might struggle with dominant personalities you know in the in their fields and uh standing your ground is a big one as a woman as well sometimes you know and i think that that's such a big thing when we learn how to be assertive we that we don't take any uh, crap from anyone, you know, anymore. And we learn to recognize our value and our worth and we get better at saying no, you know, because sometimes as women yeah. as well, we, we tend to want to look after everyone and we say yes a lot. And it's really about standing your ground and having boundaries and learning how to say no and that you're entitled to say no. And, you know, you need to be treated with respect as well. But it was a really interesting um video I was watching I can't remember the name of the guy but he's a famous psychologist in the US but it's mm -hmm. really when you know it's uh agreeableness you know we can be very agreeable and when we know that then we can say okay well at least we know that that's the way maybe women were in the past as well so it's our history as well you know often you know um women more women now than ever are in the workforce and are working you know but say even you know my grandmothers you know they stayed in the home and looked after the men you know cooking and cleaning and they didn't go out to work and i think with a lot of us that's you know part of that is in our conditioning you know it's mm -hmm. uh, how we were brought up as well yeah. that the women take care of other people and they don't you know they don't um raise their voice or whatever so it's definitely a learning you know um 
but but it's really it's great to see so many more women now you know really owning it and you know standing their ground and and awakening their power you know their power center yeah. uh, we call it the solar plexus in yoga um you know it's that area around the belly belly button and it's really about believing in ourselves you know our inner power and our inner strength and building that up as well it can take you know a while to build it up really but it's just about you know staying true to us uh, to ourselves and listening to ourselves absolutely and it's funny because you know being called agreeable it's usually meant to be a compliment but in, in a lot of situations especially in the work situation it might be you know beneficial to you i know myself personally sometimes something might be said to me um and the issue that i have is that i wouldn't realize that maybe i'm not um of the same opinion or maybe i should have um stood my ground or talked yeah. not talk back but you know give my own opinion or added my own um values to it but mm -hmm. it might come to me to later and i think back and i'm like wait i didn't agree with the situation or i didn't agree yeah. with, with what happened there so that's definitely something that's a big one yeah and it's often i used to really really struggle with this and i remember because we used to have to do so much group work in my psychology training and like was always in groups and circles yeah. and we used to have to speak and i hated it like i was like the last one to speak and i was like oh don't be don't pick on me i don't want to speak like it was this big thing you know um and I got a lot of, uh, I went to energy healing a lot of, I really love Reiki and energy healing as well. And I went to a lot of healings and, and the healer was amazing. And she was saying to me like, you know, you need to learn that your opinions matter. And that, yeah. you know, she worked on helping me open the throat chakra and that, you know, you to communicate mm -hmm. better. And that was really huge, like as well. But like you said there, like, it's, it's, it's often because we're afraid of other people judging us as well. You know, we're afraid that if we say something, they mightn't agree with us and then make a show of myself or you know yeah. with all this like we're often worried of how we'd be perceived so it definitely you know takes standing up for ourselves in a few different situations and it can take even a number of you know weeks months or years even to build it up yeah. as well so i would say to anyone on the journey just be patient with yourself have compassion you know um this isn't always an easy thing to do you know it's a real process but it's definitely possible and I think the more women we see out there, you know, who are progressing and who are showing girls that it can be done, I think that's really positive as well. Um, yeah. And I suppose, yeah, that is really, really positive messages message to leave it on. And um, just lastly, I'd love to know, or I'd love to have your tips for people on how they can work on self-care and you know if they want to grow themselves especially from a professional point of view and um, what are some of your tips for them yeah so yeah like that uh, sometimes i find it really helpful just to go back to basics mm -hmm. so like i said at the beginning today it's like making sure that you have a it's almost like a checklist so i would say um every day making sure you're doing um the things like you know um making yourself enough uh, you know, um, time to say eat, you know, and to, you know, at nighttime sleep enough mm -hmm. hours and then, you know, get a little break, uh, you know, for a walk or for just some headspace, whatever you want to do for yourself. So it's sometimes going back to those basics because we need to have those right before yeah. we can go on to the other parts, which are, you know, um, minding ourselves in terms of our headspace 
so I would say to people, you know, checking in with yourself regularly. So check in with how you're feeling. Is there something someone said to you or, you know, um, something hurtful maybe someone said, something someone said to you or something that's, you know, repeating on your mind? I would always say just write it out. And when you see it out there, it's an extension from your head onto the paper. So it's often, you know, we can see it a bit more clearly then. Or even talking to someone about it, a problem shared is it um, a problem halved, as they say. Yeah. So I would say expression is really, really important to, to get it out. Don't allow it to just kind of simmer and go over and over in your head, you know, like thoughts run going around in a washing machine over and over again. Yeah. We need to get it out sometimes, you know, if we're if we have a tendency to be an overthinker, which I was um in the past. So I think that's a really big one as well and not being afraid to open up to people and to reach out and connect as well. Um that's really important as well. Um so they're the biggest ones really. Um yeah. Well, that's very solid advice and I definitely agree with all that. It's important to have those little habits in place for you that you can always fall back on as well as I yeah. as I see it. Um, but thank you so much, Deirdre, for coming on. It's been a wonderful chat uh, with you on the Self Love Series. And yeah, thank you for so everyone that joined in as well. Yeah, thanks so, great. so much for having me. It's been lovely. And um, yeah, thanks everyone as well. Thank you so much. Thank it's you. been so insightful and I'm so glad to have had you on. Thanks a million. Oh, it was lovely. Thanks so much for having me again. Okay. Hopefully we'll meet someday in person. I'd love that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll leave you go. So have a good evening. Thank you. You Bye. too. Bye. Bye, Bye everyone. everyone. See ya.